Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. serve God in mammon. King James says, most other versions say, can't serve God in what? The same time. I, I saw the scripture differently today because, you know, no man can serve two masters. Y'all heard me say it. The first scripture I used, can't serve God in money. Mm, mm, mm. I saw the scripture differently today because we're saved, Right? I always started off like this. Like, because you're saved, it's a wrap. I'm going to keep talking about it. It's over. Like, no man can serve two masters. It's not like you can't try. Many Christians try to serve, you know, try to serve God and money. We try. What that scripture is saying is since you're saved, it ain't going to work. Ooh, you see how I saw it? I saw it differently today. Like, oh, I'm trying to tell you my, my kingdom stipulations. Since you're in Christ now, this is the system that will work for you. <laughs> if you wanted to hustle and trap and do all that and make money, you shouldn't have got saved. Because it ain't going to work for you that way. Because he's not going to have his righteous name attached to a ratchet behavior. I'm not saying that ra- righteous people don't do ratchet things, but God is not going to endorse. So for heaven's endorsement, this is the system. You're not going to serve God. You can't serve God. It, it won't work according to the kingdom perspective. It's not going to work. We try a lot. A lot of people try. I'm saving. I'm just doing this for the money. It ain't going to work ever. Once you're in Christ, by one man's disobedience, all men were made sinners. Like Adam. How many of y'all feel like when you get to heaven, you're going to slap either Adam or Eve? You're going to slap one. I've said it and thought it millions of times. But the scripture says he's going to wipe all tears away, so we ain't going to be that angry. But I feel like I'm going to be running to Adam with my hand with a, I told y'all, a Thanos slap right in for him. I'm going to just be running. And the closer I get to him, my hands will get small and small. Just, I love you, man. <laughs> Why you do that to me? It was so hard down there. You got out all early. You left all early. You ain't know about no internet. You ain't know about no... T- you, why you do this to us? Why you do this? I got to holler at you, bro. You had one woman. I'm sorry. So, 
Yeah. So by one man's sin, we, we're made sinners. Dang. But I'm glad it don't stop there. Because by one man's obedience, we're all made righteous. Look at your neighbor and say, with your righteous self. Tattoos, earrings, makeup, yes, with your righteous self. He made you, good God Almighty, he made you righteous apart from your performance. You ain't had nothing to do with Adam, and you ain't had nothing to do with Jesus. But we were affected by Adam, and we're affected by Jesus. We wasn't there for neither of them, but we were affected by both. It's God's sovereignty. It's God's preeminence. It's his choice. I choose to make all y'all like Adam, even though most of us, well, I don't know. Some of us probably wouldn't have did what Adam did. But he made all of us like Adam, even though most of us would not have done that. Now he's making all of us like Jesus. And I don't know none of us who would have did. Okay, y'all quiet. I don't know. Y'all should be praising right there. I don't know none of us who would have did what Jesus has done for us. And I know y'all thinking about the cross. Cool. I'm talking about being lied on and not slapping nobody. Y'all see y'all thinking just about the cross. He lived obedient every year before the cross. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we couldn't do. I ain't talking about dying. We all going to do that. Because of Adam, we're all born into the condition called sin. Condition. You're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. The condition. You're not all born with a knife and you're a murderer. That's an expression of the condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So because it's cold in here, I put on a turtleneck and a coat. All right. The weather didn't make me do that. But I chose that expression based on the conditions. It got... Uh, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, so when you're born in sin, it's a condition. You choose the expression. Okay. Everybody's not born a liar. But if you lie, you choose that based on the condition you're in. You're not born with a sin behavior. You're, you're born with a sin nature. So stop giving the condition that much power over you. Because if you're saved, you're entered into another condition. My dad slept around, so I'm, I was born an adulterer. I was born a homosexual. I was born a lesbian. I was born a thug. Stop giving your conditions the power over your decisions. I'm about to preach for real tonight, and I don't know if y'all ready. That's a condition. It's not a behavior. When you have a child, you don't know what behavior they're going to express their sin nature through. You feel what I'm saying? That's so, so you can't say you were born this way. No, we were all born in sin. Our personality and our cravings and our lusts choose the behavior. Because you're drawn away. Every man is drawn away by his own lust. 
So that's you. Whatever the sin expression, that's you. So you got to check that like, oh. There's nothing from without can defile me. It's the things that's in me that's defiling me. So I don't got to only check what's around me. Because I was that I was the around me king. Don't listen to sec- circular music. You feel me, mother? I love you over there in that corner. Don't listen to circular music. Don't go to parties where they're drinking and doing drugs. Because they're going to make you. They can't make you. You can only choose to based on your cravings. So don't only check, don't only check your surrounding, check your cravings. I gotta get that together. Tell your neighbor, I gotta get myself together. So what we do is we walk around and we try to make sure everybody around us say, don't drink, don't smoke, don't have sex, because I'm weak. Let me preach the word and not. So you try to make everybody around you righteous because you're ratchet. I don't care if I'm in here with literal demons. Look how God, I did that on purpose. Demons, because we're so scared of the dark side like it got power. We're so scared of devils and demons like they're not under our feet. I don't care. Y'all better get off me tonight. Greater is he. My wife and I was talking about satanic rituals. Because we're about to start showing y'all some stuff in a minute. We're not showing y'all. Y'all probably already know. But we're going to start sharing some stuff in a minute. We're just walking y'all slow because I don't want nobody to leave. Jesus couldn't even tell them who he fully was. He had to do it in increments. like. So I, we're walking it slow. Not that any of y'all are slow. But just understand, we're going somewhere. This ain't all live is at all. Oh, this is, we got some. Yeah. So we're talking about satanic rituals and how the, how the blood sacrifices and how the elites and, you know, these cults. Ooh, we're going to talk about it. And witches and warlocks and demonic soothsayers. They do all these rituals. And it's like, we look at it now like, please, y'all got all that from my father. Adam sinned. Who did the first? Who killed the first animal? God. And he covered them with lamb's wool instead of fig leaves. So he's the first one that put down an animal. All you vegetarians that don't want to harm animals. There's nothing wrong with that. All you vegans, God bless you in the matchless name of Jesus. Pass me the steak. That's all I ask. No offense. None at all. No offense at all. If that's your thing, let it be your thing. But don't judge nobody else. In the name of Jesus. Just pass it to me. That's all I'm saying. Keep your commitment. I'm not telling you to change. I'm glad you're not changing because that's more. Okay. I love vegans. I love going to eat with them because all I say is pass it. Pass that. Pass that. Let me get off that. 
what? Kill a calf, kill a goat, kill a lamb, kill a pigeon, put the blood on, sprinkle the blood on the seat. If you saw voodoo people and priests doing that now, we'd be like, and so scared. God started that. Quiet. The ultimate, the ultimate demonic worship besides sex is death and human sacrifice. Where they sacrifice people and kids. I don't even want to say this at live because it might be too early, but maybe I can test it because I'm not doing a full sermon on it. God started that too. For God so loved the world that he killed, I mean gave. It's quiet. Sit down. Never mind. I'm telling you this so you won't fear the enemy. Ain't nothing new that he got, baby. He's a copycat. He's a punk. He's a manipulator. God did, God did that. Your God got all power, not these demonic rituals trying to conjure up what God is already. Anyway, so that's later. We got some stuff to talk about. And I know I shook some of y'all up. Y'all like, oh my, I'm not coming back. That's why I ain't teaching yet. I'm not saying God started killing people, so go kill people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't give these demonic people so much, oh, they're so, please. First of all, y'all, 2,000 years late. Secondly, nothing else has to die. Jesus said, it is. I wish y'all come with me, Liv. Liv, just come with me for two minutes. I promise your pastor ain't crazy. I promise I still know the Lord. It is finished. No more sacrifices. So y'all late. Anyway, so get your money up. You late. All these demons. Girl, you late. I'm covered by the blood. Y'all, don't let these witches scare y'all. Do you know you got power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Scream if you believe it. Somebody say please. Out your mind. It's only for fear. If you get enough fear, they got you through fear, not even through the fact. They try to arrest you through fear, not facts. But the facts are what I just stated. But the fear of it is, huh? So I'm back. What was I talking about? Money. Yeah, money. Okay. Woo. Okay. So, uh, because of Adam, we were forced into this condition. <sighs> Because of Jesus, we're now forced into another condition where it's hard to function in that condition because I now live in this one. Well, if you got saved, you messed up. You're you in air condition now. You still, you know what I mean? You, 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 you're in another condition, kingdom condition. Righteousness is where you are. You're in another condition, all right? So things that would work outside of God or our way just don't work. God is saying, saying, this is what works. Like, seek ye first, like stuff like that. It's like, I'm telling you what works. But my people just read it, understand it, and they praise me for it, but they never do it. They never do it. So they, it never works in their life. Believing it is not enough. At some point, you got to live it. 
Bible talks about the deceitfulness of riches. The deceitfulness of riches, how it chokes the word, right? The deceitfulness of riches. The deceitfulness of riches, I saw that differently a little bit today. I believe the, de- uh, the deceitfulness of riches, I believe today, and it might be something more tomorrow because God is forever taking us from faith to faith. The deceitfulness of riches is that money, that master, can bring you the same thing God, the master, can bring. That's the deceitfulness. If I get money, I can have power. I thought, God, I'll have influence. I have favor. If, if I had money, I'll be happy. I'll have joy. The deceitfulness of riches is the lie that I can give you the same thing. It's the same lie the devil always tells. Look at these kingdoms. I'll give you this if you bow to me. Bruh, it's mine already. Yeah. So, so the deceitfulness of riches is if I get more, if I get more money, I'll be accepted. You're already accepted in the beloved. You understand what I'm saying? It's the lie that I can give you what only God can give you. Don't believe the hype. I'm going to say it again. Don't believe the hype. You cannot attain the things God has promised without him. Check this out. First scripture. I don't know if you can see it because these screens are a little uh, different. Let's see if we can do it. Okay, cool. The King James is for the love of money is the root of all evil, right? This says loving money is the first step. Towards all kinds of trouble. Some pe- Thank you. Some people run after it so much, they have given up their faith. Craving more money pushes them away from the faith into error. That's what that says. Error. There it is. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And you just compound misery in your life. The love of money is the first step towards all evil. Because that first step is not evil, we don't think anything is wrong with it. So we continue in our love and pursuit of money because it's just the first step or the first 17 steps or the first 100 steps until we have given up our faith. And going away from faith into error, compounding misery on your own. You ruin your own life. That's why I want to say it. You ruin your own life loving money and going after it regardless of what it means uh, in alignment with your faith. You ruin your own life and you add misery in your own life. We make ourselves miserable by falling in love with what he gives instead of who he is. I'm going to say it again, Liz. I know y'all, I, I think most people expect giving uh, or, or money to be like, give to the church, give to the church, give to the church. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about your life. But I think that's heavier. Like talking about your life is heavier. Y'all probably would rather me talk about giving to the church. We need new doorknobs, $20. All right, shut up. This ain't going to shut up. After you give a million dollars in church, you still got a face. Do I love the gift more than the giver? You, and when you go after his hand instead of his heart, you ruin your, your own lives. You compound misery in your own. I'm telling you this because it affects your life. Are y'all hearing me? We can see this through the prodigal son. He's 
just knew, oh, I don't need the father's heart. I just need his hand. Just give me what's in your hand, prodigal dad, and I'll be all right. He thought he would be all right. He got everything the father promised him. He got everything the father promised him. He got everything the father promised him, and he was miserable. What if everything God asked you for, boom, he gave it to you? You think you'll be happy, right? You think skipping process and development and just getting the gift will make you so happy. The reason why they don't let 11-year-olds drive. You're not ready to handle the gift. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because I, I not only paid for you, but I paid for the gift. Because, the, ooh, are y'all ready for this? Oh, no, 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 no. Let me slow down, let me slow down, let me slow down. So, I don't want you to reap misery in your life. And it's not because you don't have enough sometimes. It's because of what you're going after will never fulfill you. You're going after an empty goal. You know how people got hashtag goals? You just got hashtag. <laughs> Did you hear that noise? Uh, how y'all going to write that? Hashtag. <laughs> Whoever can write that, I'll give you $20. Let me get y'all out of here. Okay. God says, I'm slow walking you. Watch this, y'all. When it comes to money, God said, I'm slow walking you because like sex, sin, uh, sex is a sin until you're married. Oh, they leave. They ain't never coming back. Them right here. <laughs> never. You got to be careful with sex. You can't throw all those feelings. Uh-oh. You're going to need it when you say, I do. Okay, ain't no church going to teach you this. Yeah, so it's not oh, get delivered from sex. You need to get delivered. No, oh, 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 wait. You need temperance. That's all. Self-control. Do not throw away. Okay. You're going to get married. Your wife like, yo. I'm sorry, I was saved all my life. Saved? God ain't never tell you to do that. But you got to be very careful with sex. And you got to be very careful with money. Because both of those can be evil. But God wants to use it for his glory. So you got to be very careful. So God slow walks bringing money into your life. He slow walks it to make sure that you and him are solid. Because I'm not going to bless you with my enemy. Did y'all hear what I just said? I'm not going to give you an abundance of my enemy. And money is not God's enemy, but we can make money God's enemy by bringing, it down, by bringing him down to money's level. So good. When your value of money increases to his level, he stops blessing you with it. When money is just as important as God, he just turns the faucet off. I ain't going to pour into their life no more. When you're like, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God, I don't care. He lets it run. He lets it overflow because it don't. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You feel me? Yeah. So this is what he said. This is why he slow walks blessings sometimes. Because I need to make sure. I need... Look at the next scripture it says. Right? It says. It says. It says. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Melissa. I just told you. I'm sorry, Melissa. You're doing good. I just told you you're doing good. 
But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Well, okay, just walk with me, y'all. It's him that gives you power to get what? Power is wisdom. Power is uh, uh, the ability. Power is strength. That word power means a lot of things right there. So I give you the wisdom to get wealth. You might have a good gift, but if you don't have wisdom, you can be a broke, gifted person. And you mad because your gift has not gave you millions yet. Because you got a million dollar gift, but five dollar wisdom. Okay. Most people who are less talented than you, but more successful, have million dollar wisdom. But five dollar gifts. And we mad like, please, I can sing circles around here. Please, I can dance. You're right. But you got to get your wisdom up. It's quiet. You, okay, never mind. <laughs> you got a gift with no plan? I'm sorry. Power to get wealth that he may establish, uh-oh, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear to your fathers as it is to this day. Woo! Okay, I love this. Right? I heard a friend of mine say, most of the time when God is about to bless you or when he blesses you, he always says, yo, remember the Lord your God. I heard somebody say he always takes a risk when he elevates his people. That the enemy of faithfulness and commitment is success. That the enemy of the relationship with God is you coming up. So God withholds some of our come up because we ain't going to remember him. Y'all know you ain't going to remember. You got a 25 cent raise and you miss church. And it's not about coming to church. But I'm just using church as a place where you recognize God. Amen. Like you can't wait till you get what you want so you ain't going to need God no more. Because you're sick of the disappointments. You're praying and praying and nothing is happening. You're praying and asking God and nothing is happening. So you can't wait till you have it so you ain't got to be disappointed anymore. But that's your problem. You're only coming to God for what you need and not relationship. Ooh. You set yourself up by using him only for what you want and desire, but not for relationship. So of course you don't want to come to church after you're blessed because you never had a relationship. You just wanted what you wanted from him. And that don't feel good to nobody. God, your brother, your sister, your boss, that don't feel, it don't feel good to be used by Oh, it don't don't feel good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But he always says, remember me. Remember the Lord your God. When I'm about to bless you, remember me. Because I'm taking a risk blessing you. Remember me. And I love it. He says, because it's me that gave you the power to do it. But I love that he didn't end the verse without humbling you. Because just when you think it's you and I'm blessed and I got this and yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave you power to get wealth. But he only did that. To keep his word to Abraham. I'll make you a father many nations as the sands of the sea, as the stars of the sky. He's keeping his covenant with your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-
Okay. It's thousands of years later and I'm still faithful. Humility kicks in. Remember me. Every time God exhausts us, man, he's taking a risk. It says here about money, next scripture, says, if you can't be trusted with worldly riches, having it, how you perceive it, how you view it, how you value it, if you can't be trusted with worldly riches, like if I give you a couple of dollars, I give you $100,000 tonight, that's worldly riches. That's not real... That's not joy, that ain't peace, that ain't... If I give you, if you can't be trusted with that, then you will not be trusted with the true riches. You do know there are people who have true riches without worldly riches, right? It might be some of y'all in here tonight. Amen, ain't nothing wrong with that. You got the real deal. Tell your neighbor, I got the real deal. I don't got 19 zeros in my bank account. I don't have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's. I don't have it, but all y'all need to go to church. Oh, you're here. I'm sorry. If you can't be trusted with the things that belong, look, to someone else, then you will not be given things of your own. This is God. This is how I work. This is how the kingdom works. I'm going to give you worldly riches. I'm going to see how you perceive it. You're going to look at the celebrities. You're going to look at all that. How do you perceive worldly riches? What does it mean to you? Because if I can't trust you with that, I ain't about to give you the real deal. So let me put worldly riches before you. And let me put some of it literally in your hands. That's first. So now you're exposed to high-level living and, and, and you're exposed to that from, from social media and television and housewives and all them for them houses that they rent. Not everybody. And I, I bless and love everybody who's... Look at that word again. <laughs> so you're buying the deception of riches from what they're renting. So I want to see how you, I want to see if I put that type of lifestyle before you, how do you handle worldly riches? Does it move you? Yeah. And, and how do you handle what belongs to someone else? Before I trust you with your own car, you got to have your uncle's car. Or I'm going to give you somebody else's business to manage. It ain't yours. So I'm going to let you manage the business, which means you still got to report to a higher power and if you can get used to reporting to a higher power I'll give you your own and you'll report to God who is the y'all quieted here this is training and if you're if you're irritated with this training you prolong your come up man I don't know no training that doesn't hurt a little How do you handle? The operative word here is trust. Trust. You can be trusted. Trusted. Trust. We're talking about money. Trust. Money. Trust. Money. Trust. Not money. Gift. Money comes to trustworthy people. If I can trust you, I can trust you with. I need to know first, can I trust you? So I'm going to give you all these little things. To see how you manage it. See if you're faithful. See if you're a trustworthy man. Are you on time every day at the car wash that you don't own? 
Or do you come in like, man, I'm about to quit anyway. This ain't my, God gonna bless me. This, God gonna bless me. This ain't my final job. So you go out half hour late because you know that's not your purpose. So you treat your current job randomly because it's not your destination. And you think God is gonna, no. God is actually testing to see how you handle someone else's business. Oh, this is, this is better than what I thought. Yeah! You think you're ready. You got the blueprint. You already got it out. You know how much money you need. You got, but you're not ready to start your business yet. Not the kingdom way. So now that you saved, you got to go through these ranks. You got to go this way. I was the praise and worship leader and you pastor over every church I was at before I came to live. I was doing Bible study. We was doing Bible study in Jersey for three years. And I was about to turn in Camden, New Jersey, with just these many peoples, just y'all. Hey, haven't seen you in a while. You good? Okay, we're going to call you. I, got, I, haven't, I haven't forgot, okay? I love you so much. So I only had this many people. Ain't about how many people. I'm just saying. We was faithful. I was there at 730. Boom. All right, let's run. The Lord declared the word for three years. No musicians, Nothing. Nothing. Till God said, you, the, the word of the Lord literally came to me at the Cherry Hill Mall. And those of you that's watching, you know what the Cherry Hill Mall is. <laughs> Prophet came to me out of nowhere and says, man, the Lord says, word on the street, that's what it was called. Word on the street was a test for three years and you have passed. I was like, okay, I was just going to H&M, but thank you. He said, you passed. I said, thank you, Lord. Then we got an offer to go to Houston. To be the youth pastor in Houston. I'm like, yo, we already got a little rhythm. Let's start our own church. That's what I was doing. I was going to turn that into the church right there in Camden. Right there in Georgia where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Charity begins at home. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, I'm about to start this church. You know what I mean? We got an offer in Houston. I'm like, nah, we're going to start. We're going to do our own. Let's just pray about it. I said, let's go. Maybe I can learn something. I'm going to sin under the man of God. I'm going to become a son. Y'all don't. I could have easily had my own. But I said, let me go sit under another man's work. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when I sat under another man's work, it only took one year before God said, now go to Orlando for I have a work for you there. And it's called L.I. Somebody say, live. God would have never trusted me with my own had I not correctly handled another man's stuff. Find somebody who already is where you want to go and serve them. Ooh, quiet. I like that. It was a hallelujah. Who's already doing what you want to do? Can you serve them without coveting them? Can you serve them without being jealous? Can you serve them while everybody sees they Superman, you see they Clark Kent, but you still honor them? It's quiet for some reason. Can you serve under the position you want? Can you serve under the position you desire? You want to own 17 targets. But can you go just be a cashier and then work your way up to manager? And then, Can you start there? Because that's how increase comes in the kingdom. Another man's. 
Starts with another man's stuff, but we miss it because there's greater in us. So I'm not saying get settled there, but you have to sojourn through there. You got to go through that. Because how many jobs have you quit saying God got a dream in me and it ain't happened, that ain't happened yet? Because you're forfeiting process. These are my steps. This is how it works with me. Man, find somebody who's doing what you're doing and serve them. I work from such to such, but I, I can serve you for just to, I, I need to honor where I'm going. Because God is not going to give me my own unless I handle another. Y'all, I hope y'all got it right. I know y'all got it. But I could work that all day because we got so much pride, like, please. And, and I like, see, and, and I would do this differently. I, forget what you think. Because their business is working for a reason. And you don't have a business for a reason. I don't care if their system is dated. I don't care if they're corny. I don't care if, if you think, oh, my God, this nursery is dead. They have a nursery you don't. Serve them, give them pointers, or give them all your, your, ooh, your tips that you're going to use for your nursery. Ooh, it got quiet. Look how insecure we are. Give the tips you're going to use for your nursery to them. I gave, oh, God, every idea I had for church, I gave it in Houston. Every idea, how we run stuff now, I had it, I had it in Houston. I was not scared that it would wear out. I was not intimidated that, oh, they're going to take my thing. It ain't mine anyway. Because once you give it, God will give, give you something else. The reason why you don't have more is because you don't give what you have. You feel what I'm saying? Be selfless. Give it all. Give it up to the Lord. What you holding on for? Now, I'm going to my, I'm gonna wait till I start my own. And then it never happened. And by the time you do come into your own, the thing you were holding is old, stale, dated, irrelevant. Because you were supposed to give it under another man's stuff. Is that crazy? Let me get y'all out of here. Man, it's 915. Where, how did that happen? Trust. I got to be able to trust you. I'm not about to give you more money if you're not a trustworthy person. If you're not a faithful man, we're going to learn about that Sunday. If you're not a faithful man, you don't get increase. And I don't mean faithful to your wife. Well, I'm not married yet. But no, a faithful man. Do you do what you say? Are you on time? Are you integral? Are you kind? A faithful man. And I mean nice, always nice. That's faithful. Not kind once. Always kind. Faithful. Always humble. Not that one time you kept it together. Always humble. Don't train, become. I'm about to. It's the difference between training to be something and becoming a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he's not trained. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things, help me out, y'all, are passed away. Butterfly ain't trained. They're changed. Don't be trained, be changed. I feel that thing. Good God Almighty. Clap your hands, please. Just clap. I need to clap right there because that feels good. Don't be trained. Be changed. Here's your cue right here. Three, two, boom. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money. 
this too is vanity or emptiness. <laughs> Whoever loves money, you're going to get it and it's going to do nothing for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nothing's going to happen. It'll never satisfy. It's never meant to satisfy. It's a lying master. It's a deceiving master. Let's keep going. I ain't going to break down every scripture because I want to get through some of this. I can't believe it's 9.18. Look how God rewards. Oh, where, where am I going? Oh, man, it's all over the place. Check this out. The sleep. I'm just going different places. The sleep. Let's go to the next one. The sleep of a working man is sweet. Whether he eats little or much. But the full stomach, the greedy person of the rich who hungers for even more will not let himself sleep. Greedy people can't sleep because they, I got to get more. I got to get more. Team, no sleep. I got to get out this church. They're going to vote me out and ain't even nobody to vote me out. Look how God rewards. The honest working man has sweet rest. It's a, the, another version says it's a gift of God to enjoy your sleep. Who cares if you don't have $5 million? Are you resting well? Y'all quiet. It's a gift from God. <laughs> but the greedy and those who are, you never rest well. You always thinking about how much more you can get. Let me keep it moving. I'm, I'll break it down later. I can't break everything. I just got to let you see it. Behold, here is, here is what I've seen to be good and fitting. Next scripture. To eat. This is good and fitting. To eat and drink. And to find enjoyment in all the labor in which he labors under the sun during the few days of his life which God gives. For this is his reward. Oh, my goodness. God's reward is never money. God's reward is never money. His reward right here is enjoyment. To find enjoyment in your work. What do you enjoy about your job? Find it. I hate my boss, but what about the co-worker? I hate my job, but I love the people. Find it and enjoy it. That's God's reward. That's why he says... Serve the Lord <laughs> with gladness. Find your happy place. Liv, can y'all help me please? I'm closing, y'all. I'm going home. We're going. Tell your neighbor, find your happy place and live from there. 
It's always something that's going to irk you. It's always something that's going to stress you out. It's always something that's going to be out of order. But find enjoyment in all your labor. My reward is not the job. My reward is the joy. Whatever job you got, you can find joy there. That's my reward. Okay, y'all. We're forfeiting the reward looking for more money. Keep going and then close. Also, next scripture says, also, every man to whom God has given riches and possessions, he has also given the power and ability to enjoy them. Whatever he gives money to, enjoying it is a different huh. security people want to kill me because i got it wickedly you know how you gotta look over your shoulder from some increase but the blessing of the lord make it rich and add of no sorrow with it he's giving you the power and the ability to enjoy and to receive his portion and to rejoice in his labor this is the gift of God to him. This is the gift of God to enjoy your labor. Because it was taken from us in the garden. Now, by the sweat of your brow, Adam, you have to work. Adam was always working and he loved it. Men are not lazy by nature. Let me stand up for the men, number one. God made us working men. We like to handle our business. All five of y'all clapping, that's cool. All right, that's fine. Lazy men enjoy empty pockets. That's all I know. I'm not lazy. He made us to work. We got to do something. You got you to do something. Anytime you don't, don't, want, don't want to do nothing, check yourself. Because where there's no vision, you perish. Did you hear me, men? Men, do you hear me? Anytime you don't have no zeal, hurry up and check yourself. Because you're on the way to destruction and perishing. You're, you're going to dwindle if you're not active. And God created you to be fruitful and multiply. Man, y'all. But after we bit, okay, now we got to worry about the sweat of our brow. But God has given us the power and ability to enjoy. That's a gift from God. Let me get y'all out of here. But I love this so much. He will not often consider, watch this, the man will not consider the troubled days of his life. Read it. He will not consider the troubled days of his life because God keeps him occupied and focused on the joy. So though you have trouble in your life, if money is not your God, I'm, I don't even feel trouble because I'm focused on, look at your neighbor say, I'm focused on the joy. Everybody that's focused on the joy, in spite of your problem, praise them right there. Here we go. Not the next one, the one after that. Number, number nine, please. And I'm, I'm, we're going to go. We're going to go. God says, I am the Lord. Let me close on this. It's, I am the Lord. And I can look into a person's heart. I can test a person's mind. So I can decide what 
each one deserves. I can give each one the right payment for what he does. I can pay you for what you do. But most people look at what you do outwardly. God looks at, I can look into a person's heart and test them mind. So it's not really about what you do. You get people's attention from what you do. You get God's attention from where you do it from. Good God Almighty. And God don't reward you giving somebody a high five. He rewards you if your heart is right. Some of our financial come up has been clogged and suffocated. Not because we're not doing things. But God is like, I see your heart and I see your mind. Man rewards works. God rewards heart. Let me, let me, can I skip to the end, y'all, please? Can I do that really quick? It's so much. In the kingdom, the way for financial, in, in the kingdom of God, the way to get is to have your heart right. Because that's what God is looking at. That got to be the next king. He's the next king. He's tall. He's handsome. That's the next king. God has rejected him. Samuel like, okay, he's got to be the next king. Look at him. He's strong. Look at him. He he speaks well. That's the next king. God has rejected him. Samuel, the prophet, is getting it wrong. He says, Samuel, slow your roll. Man looks at the outward. (laughs) God looks at the heart. I want the skinny, redhead boy that ain't nobody paying attention to because he's in the back worshiping me. And God gave him the right payment based on his heart. Let me get to this last point. I want to say this. Here we go. I just want to say this. This is going to be really quick. Eleven. I believe I'm speaking to leaders. It's 9.28. By 9.30, I'll be done. I believe I'm speaking to leaders, business owners, creatives, innovators, innovators, head, not the tails, lenders. Give me that back. Lenders and not the borrowers. (laughs) We'll talk about that more later. The Bible says, I, I can't even read it all, but 11, uh, uh, slide number 11. It's talking about how Jesus went into the city. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus went to Jerusalem, into the temple area. He saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, and doves for sacrifices. He also saw dealers at the tables exchanging foreign money in the temple. Next one, Jesus made a whip from some, you know he's a carpenter. He made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep, cattle, scattered the money changers, coins all over the floor, and turned over tables. I was going to preach turntables tonight. Then going over to the people who sold doves, he told them, get these things out of here and stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. 
Next one really quick. Same scripture, another chapter. When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the tables of money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. Don't use the temple as a marketplace. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. But you have turned it into a den of thieves. As you're on your pursuit for financial increase, never use people for money. One time in the entire Bible where Jesus expressed his anger was over money in the church. Do not do it this way. There's a place for the marketplace. And there's a place for prayer. Don't do that here. See, 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 back in, back in Leviticus, they, when they were out offering sacrifices, if they did not have a sacrifice, if they didn't have a lamb, if they didn't have the sacrifice but they had the sin, they could buy someone else's lamb. They can buy someone else's sheep as a sacrifice in Leviticus. So this was a practice to kind of buy sacrifices if you didn't have it. But look how far it has escalated. Now we're in the New Testament and it's, in the, it's at the altar. Now it has escalated so much that you're selling stuff in the church. And we'll have merchandise at the office or something like that. If y'all like the little live shirts, cool. Don't, never, don't ever view people as merchandise. And don't do that. Increase don't come to people who look at people as dollar signs. That's what I'm telling you. you know, all these people up in here, I'm going to 300 people in live. Man, get like $20 a piece. You get, that increase, you're going to get $20 from everybody in here, and that's it. You don't get increase looking at people as money. And God, Jesus flips tables over that. They spit on him. No response. Plucked his beard. No response. Lied on him in like court after court after court. Not a mumbling word. They hit him in the head with a rod after they put the crown of thorn on him. Nothing. They punched him. They pierced him in the side. Pierced him in the hand. Pierced him in his feet. Nothing. But when you use my people like that, I flip tables. Ooh, y'all quiet. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how valuable you are to God. Don't use my people for that. Don't you ever. Don't you do it either. Success do not come people like that not from the kingdom it's the way the world works they don't see people they see numbers that's the world it's not gonna work for you like that God will flip your whole business upside down well, not business if it's in the church you know if your heart is wrong we always say what does your gift how could your gift solve a problem what problems do your gift solve everybody standing babe come stand with me because that's how I'll be quiet what problems do your gifts solve? Let your intent be solving someone's problem. Let your intent be helping somebody else. Then, then you learn to cry. Then you learn to be a nurse. Because I like to care for people. I don't want to take my mother when she's older or my dad. I don't want to take them to a nursing home where people don't care about my mom or my dad. Y'all see these videos where they're abusing the elderly? Yeah, that's, that's what God flips tables over. But that's just a check to you. Bible calls that a hireling. 
There's nothing wrong. The, 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 uh, what is it? The, the workman is worthy of his hire? Is that it? Okay, something like that. But God is looking inside out. And he's rewarding your inside, not your outside. You can trick people with your outside, and that's cool. But this come up this year is from the inside out. Clap your hands, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.